Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 35 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We bring you this podcast on March 8th, 2021. I'm your host, Sterling Hammer, and here's my co-host, Lee Paddock. Uh, this week, we bring you a film by me, and as always, spoiler alert, now let's just get into the podcast. Uh, this week, uh, we watched My Chauffeur, a fun little 80s romance rom-com Um you're gonna find out that Lee reacted this way, reacted to this movie the way I reacted to Punch Drunk Love, but we'll find out about that when we get to Lee's opinion portion. Before we get yeah. there, I'm gonna introduce this movie. Well, let me just tell you. Let me give you the the front little title. The tagline. The tagline. Yes, my movie expert. So yes, of course, the title is My Chauffeur. Uh, you got the main character and the, the two main characters on the like on front of a limo, and he's handing her a, a, her hat, and it's he broke the first commandment of the rich and famous. He fell in love with the help. Beverly Hills will never be the same. Ultimately, already amazing. I mean, it's already a nine out of ten. But <laughs> all right, here is the synopsis. Brent Wood Limousine is in, is in uproar when its elderly owner, Mr. Witherspoon, breaks a long-standing tradition and hires a female driver. K- Casey Meadows is a young, young, beautiful blonde ball of energy. Brentwood's stuffy old men won't give her any notice, and their dispatcher, Mr. McBride, does his best to make her quit. Determined to prove herself, Casey takes every dirty job she's assigned, from a stuck-up rock star in his harem of topless bimbos to a sex-crazed chic and his fast-talking accomplice. Casey's worst customer turns out to be the pompous pretty boy, Battle, who treats her like hired help. She wants to hel- She wants to hate him, but can't. Sounds crazy, but somehow he seems familiar. They quickly go from oil and water to love and kisses. But it may all crumble when Mr. Witherspoon reveals to them a dirty little family secret. <laughs> yes, it is that amazing. If you, if you can tell from the synopsis already, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can it, tell from Lee's face that he agrees. It does summarize the movie, I guess, pretty well, those are the things that happen in it. It's a great synopsis, and you know what? I mean, I, I've I've started appreciating it through collecting DVDs. I like this uh, DVD. This is a good DV- the cover. Yeah, like it's a good DVD of like it's not like some cheap shit. Like from a movie from the eighties, they didn't just like print this out on like some shitty copier and like put it on a shit disc. Like they actually made this. Like it's legit. So I was happy I found that. Like it's a, a lot of like movies like this obscure movies that I like. Yeah. The, like the the casing is like shitty as fuck because it's okay. either really old or like they didn't care. <laughs> like the some disc? guy three no not the disc the no I mean, the I'm box just saying though I mean like the 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 film no, the itself di- the no the disc are always fine but it's the didn't look like the like the print that they used was all that great. It was fine. It was any movie from the eighties put on a DVD. Uh, there are movies from the eighties that look way better. They look than fine. This. I don't know what you're talking about. It looked fine on my <coughs> 4K TV, but like it was fine. Like, what is this? Okay, everybody, we're already <laughs> clashing over this movie because there was nothing wrong with like the film print of this movie. Uh, I don't know. There's no glitches. It never lagged. There wasn't like voice 
timings that seemed off. There wasn't an ADR. Yeah, there was none of that. There was a little bit of it. No. Yeah, there. No, there really wasn't. There really wasn't ADR. Dumb, goofy shit in this movie. Okay, but that's not ADR. See, Film flaws. This movie is going to end the podcast. Um, <laughs> it might. This movie was directed. Let's give some background on this movie before we give Lee his bad opinion time. Um, David mm-hmm. Berard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not known for much, but you might know him from uh, The Civilization of Maxwell Bright, hmm. Party Animal, and the show called Key West. Um, I never vaguely heard of, heard of those things. Yeah, I never really heard any of those things. So I don't really know him that much. This was like one of his first. Well, no, I mean this, is, but this is one of his bigger, actually more popular movies. Um, yeah, this was. Uh, it was produced by Marilyn Jacobs Ten- Tenser. Uh, this person was mostly active during the seventies and eighties, and was known for movies, uh, kind of movie, kind of like movies like this, that seventies, eighties, low budget rom com kind of trash. The Pom Pom Girls, My Tutor, Tomboy, My Mom's a Werewolf. <laughs> uh, her last work was in 20, 2003, Malibu Spring Break. So, you know, this garbage. Um, yeah, I'm sure. This movie was written by the guy who directed it, David Beard. Beard. Uh, he oh. wrote everything. Every I, When I was looking up, look him up, everything he directed, he wrote. He was that kind of director. He's an auteur. A professional. And it really showed in this movie. Um, <laughs> now, this movie's got... for It's got a surprisingly big cast, but most of the cast is just there for, like, scenes. Or for lines. a handful of scenes, yeah. Um, so, here we go. We got the main people. We got Deborah Foreman as Casey Meadows. We got Sam J. Jones as Battle Witherspoon. Sean... Those are the two main characters. Uh, the, main, the main female, Flash. male lead. Aww. Then you got Sean McGlory as J- Jeremy O'Brien, Howard Hensman as McBride, E.G. Marshall as Mr. Witherspoon, uh, Mark yeah. Holton as Doughboy, Penn Jillette as Bone, oh boy. Teller as Abdul. <laughs> we'll talk God. about that in a little bit. Julius Harris as Johnson, Laurie Main as Jenkins, John O'Leary as Giles, Giles. Stanley Brock as Downs, <laughs> Jack Skyler as Mo- Mose, Vance Kolig Kolvig as Doolittle, Ben Slack as Dewpoint, Elaine Wilkes as Colin, Colleen, Diana Bellamy as Blue Lady. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit. Lilan Crook as you remember the rock star twenty thousand points. Um, oh, we'll talk about Lilan Crook as Catfight. Robin Atan as Bimbo, Cindy B- Beal as Beep Bop. <laughs> this is very eighties. Sue Jackson as Boom Boom, Darren Mathis, Mathis, uh, Mathis as Dolly, Carlton Miller as Amy, and Stan Foster as Larue. <laughs> A lot of characters in this movie. <laughs> A lot of weirdos. Now, most of those people are secondary cast, but. Some of the more uh, yeah. na- the recognizable names are the more reoccurring people. And then also, obviously, you probably all, if you're true fans of like, or millennials, you recognize uh, Penn Jillette and Teller. Te- Penn and Teller, yes. Uh, and, uh, w- I'll give you a little interesting tidbit on that in a minute. But um, 
for uh, the music in this movie, which I think you liked, it might be the only thing you liked, um, is by Paul Herzog. Uh, he had a brief career in the late 80s and 90s. He's known for movies, uh, doing the music for the movies Breathing Fire, Kickboxer, and Bloodsport. Oh. Two movies I actually really like, Bloodsport we watched and Kickboxer. Movies, yeah. They're just good they're 80s, 90s cheesy martial arts garbage. It's delicious. Uh, the cinematography of this was done by Harry Mathis. Mathis? I don't know if I say that weird. Um, uh, it was edited by Richard E. Westover. Uh, he passed away sadly in 1998. Uh, some movies he worked on that you might know is Tomboy, Hunk, and Grizzly Mountain. Very like everyone who worked on this movie is very just classic 80s people. This was an 80s movie. Sure uh, does feel like it. <laughs> the production company was Crown International Pictures and Mary Mark, Mark Productions. It was distributed by Crown International Pictures. It was released on January 24th, 1986, so yes. right in beginning in 86. Definitely a January movie. Well, was January like the January we know in the 80s? So you Maybe. can say that with your judgment of nowadays, but also nowadays doesn't exist anymore. So if a movie came out in January, thank God a movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> um, the budget, it was never released, um, but I couldn't imagine this movie had a budget higher than a million dollars. Maybe a few, Dude, this maybe two. Very cheap. I think it was extremely cheap. The box office on it was four point seven. That's why it was a it was a pretty it was a decent hit. It, like it opened up in the uh, first weekend number one. That's where it made most of its money, like three million. Mm. That's and then it like petered off, because um, the director was posting it at first, and then his lawyers advised him to stop doing that. Yeah, <laughs> because it started like dwindling quick. I think he thought he had a much bigger hit on his hands. Um, but yeah, it was a moderate little didn't. hit for him. Rude. It's a decent hit for the 80s. Um, okay, so now here we go. Finally into these interesting facts. This movie has some good interesting facts because a movie like this is going to have some interesting facts. Made in the 80s, extremely sexist, racist, <laughs> like just yeah. classic 80s and the problematicness of it. But oh, I love yeah. it. Um, I love it. The scene with Sam Jones running naked through the park was filmed without any permits. I could, yeah. They didn't have any permits to That's do that. Sa- that doesn't surprise me. That scene is random and hilarious because he, the first introduction to that guy is he's just this 80 slicked back like, what? He almost seems like Hold he's out till be four. the villain. No raises. Everyone's an a- He's just an asshole. Because that's the... I knew you weren't gonna understand his character because you you watch romance movies and you're like, what is this? this is stupid? Why is that? Char-? Because in romance movies, there's a whole different list of characters that get filled, and you're like, well, that shouldn't exist. And he's filling the hard ass businessman that's gonna get opened up by the ball of fun energy and carefreeness of her. This is well, a classic I know, trope. I know that. It's a cliche, but it's like I don't think they did it well. I don't think you did at all. I think it was done perfectly. But um, this might answer some of your uh, questions about this movie. The director wrote this movie in a week. 
Okay. <laughs> he wrote the script this in a week. definitely feels like it was slapped together. And it was shot in 21 days. Uh, that is the biggest non-surprise. And most of the like big actors were only there for, like the main old people men actors were all there for only a few days, so they filmed all those <laughs> scenes like, in like, the it looks like It looks like E.G. Marshall's there for like a day. Yeah, because they just didn't have any belief in what grand things they were working on. Or they were just like, I'm getting my paycheck and going home. Um, the original title of this movie was A Class Act, which I think would have been stupid. I like My Chauffeur. Class Act. My Chauffeur is nice. Like, I think it's a good title for this kind of movie. it describes the movie a little bit more. Yeah, Class Act is kind of it's kind of shitting on her even more, the main actress more. So, Yeah. You're trying to like build her up, not like shit on her. Um, Sam Jones... Must have been pretty comfortable being naked because he declined to wear a cock sock, cock, a cock sock the whole time. <laughs> he was cocking balls everywhere. He's flapping in the wind. Mm-hmm. He's running around naked. Uh, and a few years earlier, he had harassing done women in the park and babies and stealing their babies, stealing babies. Um, and then uh, he had done a Playgirl shoot a few years earlier mm-hmm. before this. So yeah, he was. Really he was also Flash Gordon. Yes. That is also true. Um, and then also, uh, the la- for our last one, which I, th- I think this is the one that most people would care about, is Penn and- this was Penn and Teller's first movie they were ever in. Yeah. Um, Lo and, and behold, It's one of people. my favorite scenes of the movie. I think it's really hilarious I thought it was fun. one of the most baffling scenes in cinema Lee history. He was just going through chaos during it. He was like, what is happening? And I'm like, bruh fun it's not fun not fun at all just randomness so we'll describe the scene so she's uh she's a limo driver obviously and she pulls up to this like hotel where this uh all these like uh middle eastern men are coming out none of them look middle eastern and then a couple of them maybe maybe one of them but then teller is the middle eastern man named abdul and then he gets into the car and Penn is waiting on the other side hiding and he sneaks into the car, the limo, and pretends to be the guy's American bodyguard. So then they leave and he's like the ambassador from like Saudi Arabia or something. So then they leave all his bodyguards and his attendants and they're like, what? And they freak out. But then they go and have, and then they go have a fun. It's basically like this guy is from the 80s. He's this crazy 80s guy who like. Seems like he just likes to have fun and stories. So, like, he just kind of, like, because it's like, oh, is he going to steal all this guy's money and stuff? Like, no, he doesn't end up stealing anything from the guy. He gives all his stuff back in the end and gets the guy laid. And he's and it's extremely racist. But uh, yeah, he has some good t- quotes like, hey, leave those towel heads out there. And hey, sugar tits. And, oh, uh, okay, we'll get into the, you want to get into quotes. Okay, okay. <laughs> Might as well. Um, yes, this movie has... Is chock filled with some good quotes, some problematic quotes. So let's everyone let's give you a trigger, <laughs> trigger, warning, warning, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning, uh, trigger warning. Uh, because eh. these quotes are very, if you are a pussy, are triggering. Um, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Terrible. No one listening to this podcast, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> That's true. Uh, here, guys. Okay, so here's the first quote. Been a hundred. Y- this is and this. This this had me cracking up, and this kind of set the tone for what the movie was. And Lee was like, "What?" Because this is opening. This is like the opening. Like the opening was just random to me. Yeah. Well, yes, because they were setting up the movie, and you were just like, I, "I'm too simple minded to understand." No, <laughs> no it's, this movie isn't complicated. I'm just joking, everybody. Um, no, it's no not but this was like 
This was in the beginning of the movie, and this was this really set the tone of like what the fuck it was gonna be. Been a hundred years since I seen a good titty. No such thing as a bad titty. God damn it. There now, that's my point. The little bimbo hasn't been here for an hour, and all your homeowned graveyards can talk about is nipples. <laughs> Didn't mention nipples. We talking, of, we speaking of the titty as a whole. <laughs> <laughs> it's that was yeah. like the first fifteen minutes of the movie in. Some of those scenes of those old men were kind of amusing, I guess. I, I just thought it was so funny. Just like the, you gotta watch the movie, obviously. But the way he said, like, we speaking of the titty as a whole. <laughs> like, yeah, it's so you could just imagine writing this. Like you could tell he wrote this in a week because there's no editing. <laughs> like, uh, whatever I could think of, whatever the- I think is funny, whatever's crazy, and it's 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 good. It all works. I picked this quote Only because it just 80s. it reminds me of the scene I wanted to talk about. All I got to do now is find a one-legged nun walking a goat, and I win. It's the rock star. This I remember guy, that scene, yes. This guy is crazy. Just at the beginning of, like, when he fir- when um, there's another quote. When you first, when she first pulls up. Okay, so her first assignment to try to get her uh, to quit, they give her this, like, rock star who's always a piece of shit. He always is late, gets them all in trouble. Um, and so, like, they usually send, like, a veteran guy to deal with him. So they send her and like she goes up in there and she's like, wake up, everybody. Uh, here's the quote. One second. Oh, yeah, I know. What Rise it is. She's like rise and shine. And he and he's sleeping. He's like this rock star in his dirty motel with all this crazy shit everywhere, all over the room. And he's got three women in the bed with them naked and he's sleeping in the bed in the middle of them. And she comes in, rise and shine. And he's like, take off your clothes and get into bed. That's the first thing he says to her. And then, and then when she's like protest, protest, and was like, "No, you gotta get up. We gotta go." And he's like, "Hey, perky tits, take off your clothes and get into bed." It was, <laughs> That's yeah. another quote. Um, was, yes, that that guy. I thought. I mean, again, that each scene. scene in this movie. It's because this movie. It's basically like you got the overall story of like the girl and like the old rich man who's like thinks she's his daughter and that that's like the main story and her kind of like interacting it, with it barely oh, is it her brother but it's not until her the end no nah, but it's in the background it, like that's how the movie starts i mean they were hinting at it and when they were hinting at it i was like oh no please no that's what i mean please that's don't. the fu- the main plot is that is the the beginning part where like it's like the is she the daughter of uh, him? Are they brother and sister? You got this overall romance plot between them, her story. But then also each scene is just like another drive she goes it's on. isolated scene of her doing her job. And Which is always you gotta, fun and creative you have the comedy and chaotic. I get it. You got to have the comedy scene. The rock star there. scene is crazy. That scene, that But the quote, comedy scenes were not comedic or funny to me at all. Uh, you're wrong. No, I'm just kidding. You can have your opinion. It can be wrong, but it's going to have. You didn't think uh, The one-legged goat funny. scene was that scene. So they're driving along, and out of nowhere, he's like, oh, my God, look at that. And he sees a blue, a woman in a blue dress with her dog that's kind of painted, like, dyed blue. She's got blue hair. She's got a blue hat on. She's all blue. And, he, uh, and he's like, I'm going to get her underwear. And uh, it's like, I guess these people, they, they play, like, a game with each other. These what? weird, obscure things they have to do to get points. So he gets. They, like, so okay. they run up on her and they start like attacking her and she starts like 
swinging her dog around as like a mace. And then they tackle her and they rip her <laughs> underwear off. <laughs> it's very problematic. You definitely already, couldn't do it now. It's not even, I'm not even angry at it because it's problematic. It just, I was just so baffled. Most of the scenes in this movie, I was like, what is happening? I know, they kept doing it all in this one park, too. The people in the park must have been like, what the fuck? So, like, all the old ladies just, like, who look like either, like, young women or younger actresses put in, like, old lady No, those three old wigs. ladies were legit old ladies. I think the guy, okay, well, then I think the old lady in the blue Oh, yeah, dress, that was, I, I don't think know, that I don't was know about guy. if she was young. I think that, that was, was a guy. No, that was definitely a woman, too. You have really bad. Prov- <laughs> she sounded like it when she was going, ah, ooh, that could no. be dubbing. No, it wasn't, though. You could see her. I don't know what movie. See, this is the thing. Like, you always, like, go so, dr- like, critique on mine. And I get it, This movie is a dumb 80s rom-cam fart poop poop. But you have criticism that isn't true. You just see these things, and then you, like, set on it. There was no, yes, I will admit she wasn't an actually old lady that got tackled and her panties ripped off. I don't think she was a young person either. <laughs> I think she was like a 45-year-old woman who was dressed up to look like, like she was like 60. Lady. Yeah, but I don't think she was a man either. Um, uh, and that scene, but that scene is crazy. And, uh, and is nonsensical. Random. Because then like, okay, so that happens. And then they're like, wow, we got point, we got 30,000 points. Uh, and then they go to the concert. They're almost late. And then the fucking, like, hey, what is happening here? The the, the manager fuck, of the, the band. Yeah, or the club. Lee hated this guy. Because he was a terror. Almost all of the acting in this movie is bad, terrible, garbage. No one's trying. Or if they're trying, they're bad at it. No, they're not. They're trying. They're really good at it. No. But yeah, this is fucking Italian-American stereotype man is the manager of this nightclub. Where are these guys? Uh, hey, this asshole's gonna be late. Uh, and then they, they got this like generic 80s band playing. And then they get to the cons- they get to the nightclub and they perform and it's lame as fuck. The stage looks cheap as shit. Doesn't even look like a stage. It definitely looks like a stage. Not really. Looks like the cheapest. It just looked like well, a place. You haven't been to bars like the or set clubs. of a play. I don't know about that, but there are small clubs like that. I don't think you've been to them. Sure, fine, but it looked it looked burn like garbage. Toast. You're a toasty. It looked like burn. a cheap piece of garbage. Anyhow, um, and his like a lot of his movies. He wasn't like rocking or anything. He was rocking. What are you talking about? He's running around, singing in the crowd. She was having a fun time on the stool, watching the show. And then that's it. You never see these characters again. Because yeah, she's a limo driver, and they're just in and out of her life. She they don't give. They're not her friends. Okay, well, it's literally look at the life of a limo driver. Someone you and how crazy it is in this world. In this goofy sitcom universe judging it from our standards that i hate lee just hated this movie he really does lee hates anything that isn't like serious no like it it has to take no even funny things even things that you like that are funny have to be like taking themselves serious funny 
You have to be grounded in some way. Boo. This no. is just. I'm the opposite. Well, is it entertaining? Okay. It's not. This was not. This was a boring movie to me, actually, in a lot of places. It was badly edited. It was badly paced. Opinion, it was opinion. Cheap. Opinion. Well, no, it was cheap. But so was a lot of your movies. The editing was awkward and bad. This movie was just. just it felt. Very so cheap. awkward and rushed, twenty-one and days. cheap and terrible. Yes, twenty-one days, and well, yes, look, I. They made a movie in twenty-one days, and they finished it. Okay, good, nice. I hated it. Thanks. I'll show you more like it. I bet you will. And we'll get more of the old man. Everybody, that's what we're in right now. We're in the throngs of an old man tantrum. Yeah. Yeah, the old man is is out. He was out during the movie. He was cringing. He was yelling. He was asking what's happening. I hate this. (laughs) I hate this movie. (laughs) It's such a good movie, though. No, it's not. I I hated the main character. I I thought she was an obnoxious... Oh God, she was obnoxious. She was so so fun. like me, 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 me. And then fucking Sam Jones. I'm sorry, you're. They dubbed you over in fucking Flash Gordon, so it really shows you how amazing of an actor you really are. <laughs> and guess what? You're terrible in this. <laughs> you're mean. He's terrible. They're He's both good. terrible. He's the mean businessman. They like, both like nice. they just meet and then he hates her at first and then they have that he has that random scene with his girlfriend that breaks up with him. We have no context for this whatsoever other than oh I guess he just works really hard. And then she like and then then they she gives him whiskey and then we have this extended scene of him getting drunk in the back of her limo and then screaming for like five minutes, or at least Lee that's how it this felt scene. like, and I wanted it to end immediately. I'm, st- I can't help but yell. I'm sorry. This movie, <laughs> ear rape warning, ear rape warning. <laughs> yeah, God, Lee. Yeah, Lee. Lee. That was when it started really turning for Lee. Was when he was. I didn't understand why you were cringing so hard at the screaming scene. Because it was just so cartoony. And, and she was just so like, oh, obvious Mr. that he's just like, oh, no, oh, it's so bad. he's sad bad. and he's crying and he's never been drunk. It was so bad. He doesn't drink. He's a bad drunk. And he, she was just going, oh, Mr. No, don't do bad this. bad at acting drunk. I like, I like act like movies like those characters like that. She's just this ball of fun energy. And just She was obnoxious. Oh, rude. I found her to be totally obnoxious. And I was almost he kind of on free the side. Everybody. I was almost kind of on the side of the main uh, limo guy who kept fucking. Yeah, the guy her. who becomes our driver. Then you bum. Of course, because you know in this Fuck universe, Fuck annoying people are the heroes. Hey, this guy was not nice. He wasn't. We'll but I kind of liked how much of a dick he was. <laughs> Rude. Um. Well, let's set him on another rant. Because I did this quote also because it's a good quote, but it also uh, the series of quotes um, because it also leads into the scene that Lee's gonna get, we're gonna get some good rants from. Oh God! This is the club I hang at, and I, and the problem is I'm walking in with a guy dressed as a waterbed. That's with uh, uh, Bones and Abdul. 
Oh, Penn and Gillette? When they're or going into the club at yeah. first, yeah. Penn and Teller, I mean. Penn Walking in dressed with a guy with a guy dressed as a waterbed. What a what a thing to say. Uh okay, ladies, it's time for gratuitous nudity. You supply the nudity 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 yeah. and we supply the gratuity. <laughs> I remember and that scene goes on for love like twenty minutes. Uh, like, what planet are you from, sugar tits? Saturn with the rings around your head. <laughs> it's like it, it almost feels like Pendulet was basically just improvising. I think it was. I don't think anything he was saying was in the script. I don't think I don't think there was a script for him. I bet they were like, Oh, we got Penn and Teller in this movie. Well they were Give him something to do. Uh, you guys are funny. You can come up with something. And they did. No, they didn't! They slapped something together in probably five minutes, one of the presented f- it to the director. The director's like, oh, I got a bunch of other fucking shit to worry about today. What are we on, like, the 15th day of shooting? Oh, we got, like, two weeks to wrap this. We got a week to wrap this up, people. Uh, you, you guys got a comedy sketch? Good. Put it in the movie. I thought it was funny. And then he fucking, like, he kind of does his act <laughs> a little bit. I like butters. <laughs> I like butters. <laughs> he kind of does his act a little bit. Pen. Because they're the, magicians. The, the, yeah, the the little card scene. But like, it's like, I was thinking... But they're also I, comedians. When I saw... They are. When I saw that they were going to be in this movie, when it said, introducing Penn and Teller, I was like, oh, I actually lit up a little bit because... Why would they I, be in here for... Why would they do their show? Why would they just like have a scene? Because they right always there? have scenes like that in these types of movies. It's like, get these celebrities that we have... And we'll just show their act, and then you could kill time that way. Yeah, okay, but that's boring. Let's have them do something. I'm glad they didn't just do that, but you know what? What they did was terrible, and I hated it. It was definitely racist, but... It was... <laughs> the scene Hella had, racist. Yeah. Hella the, racist. We already described most of the scene, yeah, and like... This is, I'm, it is very sexist. They, they're just playing girls to take off their clothes. The only thing that would have made it more racist is, that, is that they had painted called. Teller brown. They made him kind of brown. They tanned him. Uh, he was still kind of just like pale. No, yeah, white but they, you could definitely tell they kind of like tanned him up or put some tanning on him or something. Some kind of makeup. I don't know. It's like I was shocked when I saw it. I was like, wait, 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 wait. This is what they're doing with Penn and Teller? I know. And then like you kept saying like how long the scene was. Like, I don't know why you kept thinking it was going to end. Because the comedy scene shouldn't have to go on for 20 minutes like that. Where it's not funny. Jesus. Sorry, everybody. This is my show for everybody. This is what making Lee mad. Not the millions of dead from COVID. Not the voting rights being taken away. That's a different podcast. (laughs) Um, Well, no, but yes, comedy scenes can take a while. You can't have a slow burner. They all got to be 30 seconds long for you. A minute. This has moments. It's not a comedy scene. It's a scene. In a comedy movie. Yes. Where they're trying to be entertaining. And I was not entertained in the slightest. It was boring. It was awkward. And it was random. This wasn't the first scene that took this long. This is what all the scenes Yeah, all these scenes. And I was like, but this one. This one just drove me out of my mind. Because I was like, is this movie close to being over yet? And, and it wasn't. And then the, no, from there, then you got to get, then you got to do the romance, which just uh, shoved in at the last second. 
There is a they scene. They go to Francis's house there from Pee Wee Pee Wee's Big Adventure. There is a scene that gets cut out because um she foils an attempted rape, but the director thought it was too What? what? The main character atte- uh, foils an attempted rape on someone, on a woman obviously. Um, but they thought that was too uh dark for this kind of movie. No shit. Really? So yeah, they cut it out, Lee. So why are you shitting on him? Because why would you even come up with the idea to have an because attempted rape scene in a comedy film? Because they filmed it. Go fuck yourself. Okay, there's a lot of movies they film weird-ass shit, and you're like, why'd they film that? And they're like, I don't know, we thought it would work, and then they never, you never see it in the vaults. And you're like, but that was a Marvel movie. Why would they film that? Well, you know. No, we don't do that for Marvel. Marvel there's, movies there's are tons of scenes factory made. No, I'm saying in big budget movies, there's some yes. and movies that you like, like older. Yeah, there's definitely. tons of movies that have been mm-hmm. filmed where they film scenes that are like, why would they do that? For sure, and they cut them out. You have to get so angry, Jesus. So I'm getting a little offensive because it's no, like, but Jesus. An attempted rape scene to be put in a comedy movie. I've definitely, we've definitely, I mean, there's definitely been in comedy movies like attempted or yes. quote unquote rape scenes. Even Back to the Future a little bit. Yeah, so uh, what are you talking about? Um, but they this movie they wanted even more goofy, so they're like, oh, we got to take that out. Well, I guess that was one smart decision they made. Uh, yes, and then we focus in on the romance, which is like, yeah, she, they when she he gets drunk, she takes him back to her place because he she can't tell her where he lives. Um, and then he wakes up the next day all pissed off because he doesn't know where he is, and he's like, "I don't like to sleep at the helps place." And then he leaves, and she's like, "What a so fucking asshole!" Bill. Yeah, and then like, and then the dad orders him go on the to the vine- to check out their vineyard to kind of go on a quote unquote vacation because he doesn't want to turn into what. Like a hard ass businessman, like he was. Um, so then they get a sign, and because McBride, the boss of the limo place, is trying to get her fire, like make her quit. This is a this is a hard job. You got to drive three hundred miles. Someone else should do. This. She's used to doing like, take this guy from the bar to the club, and then like, and now they're like, now drive three hundred miles. Um, so they're trying to get her quit. The guy's pissed off when he sees her, but she's like, I'm the last bottom of the barrel. So they go, he forces her to drive for too long, the car breaks down, they walk through the desert, we have a wonderful scene where he falls in a hole, Lee was loving every second of it. That scene went on forever too. (laughs) And then they walk through the desert, she hurts hurts herself, and then when she hurts herself, that's when it starts changing, because he picks her up, and she holds him, and he likes that, and they walk, and then... Yeah, they get to the Pee Wee Herman guy's place. But yeah, she's like making fun of him the whole time when he falls into the hole. Yeah, because and then he's she an like, asshole. Because she he won't like, because she won't ask because he won't ask for help. He like because he's because he fell in the hole because she was like trying to tell him there's a hole and he's like shut the fuck up you stupid bit and then like falls in the hole. Like <laughs> and then like for ten minutes she's making fun of him and then he gets out of the hole and then like she as she helped because she helps him and then she trips a little and she's like ah no it's hours later they but they had to walk you didn't you weren't listening because you're rude uh they walked twenty five miles from the the car to that okay. guy's house. That's Still. a long place to walk through the desert during the middle of the day, and she's wearing heels. Um, so yes, it. she hurts herself, and then by like near the end, and then it starts raining, and he yeah. Your acting in that moment was the bad. scene. Oh, the scene. Oh, when, uh, oh, my I know, I know, I know. Uh, you 
should get in a movie. Uh, and then we the scene <laughs> the scene where uh, after she gets all like fixed up by the the woman of the house, which is just cleaned her up and then make her put her in a na- in a sheet naked. She brings him back to the guy, and the way the guy Sam Jones is laying there on the bed in his perfect white underwear, his hair is all dumb, he looks all oily. Then is like presenting himself like. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and then they get mad at each other, and then they fuck. And we see his butt again. At we least see Flash Gordon's butt twice in this movie. <laughs> Lee's favorite part. He can add it to the uh, repertoire of uh, male actor butts he's seen. Yep. He's probably seen most of them at this point. <laughs> yeah. Lee, <laughs> the old man's just sad now. The old man's he's defeated. Sad he, old man. He screamed and he's yelled. He's expelled and... all of his energy. <laughs> well, let's get some of that energy back for questions for Lee time. Questions for Lee time. Isn't Sterling amazing singer? Lee, yes. Okay. So what? First question. Mm. What is your opinion on my take on eighties movies? Because <laughs> uh, this is the second 80s movies of mine you've seen, and they're oh right, yeah. Path. Well, I liked whatchamacallit. What was the, what was that other one? Uh, sh- just She's, one of the just, just one, of the, one of the guys. Just one of the guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I uh, go listen to that episode if you haven't listened to that one yet. It's That's our episode. very first episode. Yep, shout out. Um, But yeah, I like that movie way better than this. I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of that movie either. Rude. Um, But like, I like goofy 80s comedies. This one, though, just was... I just don't think it, it wasn't funny to me. It wasn't funny, and I think all the scenes were just awkward and r- just random. It just, everything felt random. Like, one minute, uh, she's working in a diner. She's all covered in soap. She gets a letter that just drops down into her hand, and then she's going to, she's applying to be a limo driver or whatever. No, the letter tells her, like, you're being offered a job. That you're being offered a job, and then, okay. Yeah, want to go drive limos or stay in this place where people treat you like dirt and you're washing dishes all day and you're paid a nickel? Everything just felt completely random to me. And, uh, you know, I, there's a, I was thinking of, uh, an 80s comedy that I really liked while I was watching this movie, which is also considered like an 80s sex comedy. Uh, it's a movie with Tom Hanks. It's called Bachelor Party. I'm sure it's just as good. It's it's better than this. Just as good. Better. Same rating. Maybe for you, but <laughs> I think it's a much, much better movie. But this... You know, this movie also kind of reminded me of an 80s movie that I don't like that's actually kind of considered a little bit of a classic comedy, I guess. Porky's. I've never seen that either. Porky's is bad. It doesn't hold up at all. It's still kind of memorable, I guess, for some people. Um, How it's one of the like things? <laughs> it's one of that's the Lee's l- biggest pet peeve, that people like movies that he doesn't like. 
yeah, yeah, how <laughs> dare they? Um, but no, it's like it was one of those like early like eighties like college sex comedy movies. Set the toad. Yeah, and it, that movie was also kind of random and awkward and has like really like scenes in it that don't belong. Um, maybe I'll watch it and then you might like it. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I couldn't show it to you. Maybe I won't like it and then we'll watch it for BMI. I hate it. <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's not that your taste isn't that different from mine. It's just I you know. like even goofier, more obscure comedy shit than I would ever try to seek out. Yep, yep, that's it. And I'm more into like eighties horror and obscure like movies in that genre. Boo. Yeah, I know. Not the scary kind of boo, boo. The kind of like boo. That you don't like, yeah. All right, well, let's get the. This is going to be a hard question for you. What was your favorite part? (laughs) My favorite part. Uh. He's digging. So, like, you know, it doesn't have to be, like, a favorite scene or anything, right? Favorite part. Just anything I liked in the movie. Favorite part. Anything I liked in the movie, okay. Favorite part. Sure. I guess I liked E.G. Marshall. I think he was the only actor who I felt like was putting any kind of... Is that the... It's Witherspoon. Oh, really? You liked him? He's just an old white man. Eating an ice cream cone. He was the only person. When he was eating who, that like, ice cream, convi- it felt like he was really into that he ice cream. He convinced me that he liked that ice cream cone. No, it creeped me out a little bit the way he was. And eating he that ice convinced cream cone. me that he was a rich old white guy. I don't like the way he ate his ice cream cone. Actually, the way he, ah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just biting it way too confidently with his front teeth. I don't like that. I don't know. I, but yeah, I just thought he was the only actor who convinced me that he was trying in the slightest, and it's. I know he was only there for, like, probably a day or so. I think so. he was there for three days. Yeah. Okay. Well, that definitely makes sense. I think you're rude. Um, But, yeah, I, I, I don't know. And you just, like, seeing him, it reminded me of uh, uh, seeing him in the movie Creep Show, which came out a few years earlier than this. Never seen it. It has a very – I won't spoil that because I want to show it to you one day because um, I really love that movie. But uh, let's say he – let's just say he has a very memorable – Experience with cockroaches. It's creep show. It's an anthology movie. It has like separate stories in it. Uh, it's written by Stephen King. Never mind. And directed by George Romero. The Dumpster Fire. Dawn of the Dead movie. Night of the Living Dead and all Dumpster that. Fire. Yeah. Dumpster yeah, I know. Dumpster I also, if Dumpster I'm going to say one more thing that I kind of liked, I guess I kind of like some, some of the exchanges between all the old limo drivers like that one dude with the yeah, hat the old man like he's a he's a foul mouth wild animal yeah he's like smiles after he says it and that's like the one line that guy has i thought i thought those characters were eventually gonna like warm up to her no but they don't no they hate her they're just horrible old Grumpy men old men yeah okay they miss her when she gets fired for a minute I guess they. Well, how did you feel about that? Uh, the one old man driver they kept showing who was so old. He was like, Ugh. he was like scared from like putting up the blinds. Like, oh, is this like typical? Like, he's old. 
I feel like that's going to be you when you're old. Maybe. Um, what did you not like about this movie? This is going to be really hard for the answer. What's the one thing? What's the, like, what's the... There's so much you don't like about this movie. What's the worst thing, in, in your opinion? I just think the... You could only pick one. I would say the Penn Jillette scene. That was the scene that broke me. Really? I was already, like, hating this movie. I honestly thought that was going to be the scene that saved it for you. No. Because I like that scene. No. I like Penn and Gillette, and I think they're really funny. I love Penn and... I love Penn and Teller. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, Penn and Teller. What am I talking about? Penn and... Yeah, Penn Gillette. I was I was doing that earlier, too. Penn and Gillette. <laughs> but, no, is Penn and Teller. I love Penn and Teller. Don't get me wrong. I love their their show that they had back in the day called... Penn and Teller's bullshit or whatever, mm-hmm. where they were just like you know they were like they're like they're skeptics. Yeah, they were breaking um, shit, and they were just myths. like yeah, they were de- yeah debunking debunking a lot of myths and uh, just shit. exposing bullshit in bullshit in society as bo- bullshit point of points of view. Um, they're great. I love Pe- and Penn Jillette is a really is a really interesting guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Lost a lot of weight. Looks good. He does. I I he was really young in this movie too, and he's actually over. Well, Teller was young too, but Teller looked like Teller still. Hell yeah, Teller has always kind of looked the same throughout his entire career. It seems they've been doing their act for like almost fifty years. Yeah, this was eighty six, and this was their first movie, but they had been popular since the seventies. Yeah, they yeah, like they're great. I love Penn and Teller, so don't get me wrong on that account. But that scene. Was not a good use of their talent at mm. all. I did not think mm. Penn was funny. I thought Teller just was like, he, Teller. his reactions weren't funny, and he usually has funny reactions because like he's the silent man. Well, we're gonna have to agree to disagree. Yeah, but that's it's one of my favorite scenes. I you love this movie. I do. I do really like this. Movie. I will. You know, I was shocked that you didn't like Office Space. At all, and then you thought that was an awkward, unfunny movie. Well, now you know. Humor is subjective, and your humor has to be serious. You're so serious. I'm just kidding. It has to be grounded. Grounded and boring. Uh, Sure, whatever. Did you expect this kind of movie when I first told you about it? When I first told you about my chauffeur, did you expect it to go the way it did? I wasn't expecting it to just be this a mess. A fucking did you, okay. I excuse get, me, you by the way. The movie. <laughs> I bite, I burped on Mike. <laughs> I get you hate the movie, but did you expect like the way the story went and how crazy it was, or did you expect? I expected that it she to be was going to be like the chauffeur to the main lo- guy who's going to be mean at first, and it was she was. Gonna, I expected like, a little bit of that, but I just wasn't expecting. Did you expect like just, the sugar tits and the the chaos, the racism. The, every scene is different and. Yeah, no, I was not expecting that. No, I was not expecting this movie to be a fucking wild mess. Well, I didn't say that, but okay. I said that's mess. That's what it is to me. Well, we we all know that you like Office Space, so Office Space isn't a mess. No, you maybe boring. make the argument for Monty Python and the Holy Grail, well, but they were intending mess. that movie to not have How any structure. Because you know I think this guy wanted to just write a com- rom- rom- rom-com comedy script huh? 
that would maybe uh-huh. make some money in the opening uh-huh. weekend and maybe some uh-huh. more after that. Uh-huh. And then, uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. he'll be able to make more movies that make money. Uh-huh. And he could have a career. Uh-huh. It didn't work out. But <laughs> no, it didn't. Sadly so. Um, well, Jesus Christ, everybody. Lee loved this movie. We don't even need to ask him for his rating. Uh, but I, uh, some extra notes. I forgot how sexist this movie is. Okay, this is my own personal it's opinion, very though. Sexist. Um, this movie is really sexist, is sexist and kind of racist, but it doesn't feel like the sexism or the racism is hateful. No, it's purely trying to be comedic and fun. It's like you know your grandma being racist. You know, you know, it's, it's you don't know. No, that's hateful. Okay. That's mean. I mean, this is just like they're trying to say a joke, and it's like, oh, sugar tits. What would be the most outrageous thing he'd call her? Uh, uh, the scene is your main character says that the main the character you love the most, the main villain. Don't get your nipples hard. You've got a long way to before you're hired. <laughs> I mean, they say shit like that in this universe. Um. Yeah, it's. <laughs> So that like, 80s, like, we don't give a fuck attitude. Yeah, and, like, the go away. I mean, like, when in the scene when Sam Jones is, like, fighting with his ex-girlfriend, he picks her up and spanks her. Yeah, and I'm just <laughs> like, what is what is happening? He's like, calm down. And it's like, Jesus. This is pretty. This no is, context. Again, this movie's a mess. This is a little, like, whoa. <laughs> but it's funny. It's a good movie. You should watch it. But it's rated R. Don't it let is. your children watch this. Don't let your impressionable little daughters watch this. Sure. I mean, yes. Yeah, are you a grown like, adult with your brain functioning? Can you go like watch a movie and be like, well, I shouldn't do that. Can you watch a movie of World War II and be like, well, I'm not going to go invade Normandy? Then not fucking gonna watch a, this movie. I'm not going to go to any Nazi rallies. Yeah. Like, can't you watch a movie and be like, that's a movie and that's not real life. I shouldn't call a girl sugar tits. I, I know. People, don't let your daughter watch this movie. Don't like let your young sons the, watch the this movie. The gatekeepers. Don't let children better. watch this movie. Yeah. There's titties and yeah. cursing in it. <laughs> no, be a smart person. Don't let person. your children listen to this podcast. Are you listening to this podcast? Don't. <laughs> be a smart person. Put headphones on. Don't Keep listening to our movie. podcast, but don't let your kids listen to it. Just don't watch this movie. No, watch this movie. Um, <laughs> We'll get mine and then we'll get you, you fuck. Uh, my ah. final thought. Well, no, let's get your final thoughts first, Lee. What would you rate this movie? Go. I'll give it a ten out of ten. All right. Well, my final thought. All right, for real. No, I'll give it a ten out of one hundred. Uh, Rude. This uh, who? <sighs> I think it's not the worst movie ever. But I do think this might be the worst movie you've shown me. I was about to ask: Is this the wor- is this worse than Lucky One? This is worse than the Lucky One. This what was the one you is hated? Worse than uh, Night Before Christmas. Night Before Christmas. Didn't you hate one recently? No, I didn't hate Step Up Two like completely. I didn't like oh, it. Oh, you didn't like um, Footloose. That was a long time ago. Know, but I'm just thinking of all the movies I've shown you. Do you like which ones do you hate? Hate. I didn't hate that one. You had a string of borings before. Yeah. But you hated Night Before Christmas because you were just like, this is too fluff. And, and then again, Lucky cheap. One, Too Much Love. Um, I didn't buy their chemistry at all. And I yeah, and that's boring. Boring, 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 rude, boring. Rude, 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 rude. That's all your movies. Rude, rude, rude. This movie was a random, chaotic, unfunny, uncomfortable mess that I was cringing through. Like this podcast. 
Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, so, well, what, what, let's get the 10 out of 10 that you're about to give it. Okay, well, it's getting 3 out of 10. Rude. Monty Python went down to a 1. I was going to give that a half a star. Um, I gave it a half a star. Okay, I got that. I got that. I knew it was not going to get a good rating, honestly. I didn't think this movie. I thought it was going to get a 4 or 5. <laughs> three makes sense after seeing Lee's reaction, though. I did not. You're lucky it's getting Lee. three. It's weird that Lee hated this movie so much. Did not like it at all. At all. It's such a good movie. It's such a fun movie. It's just Lee is too smart for the rest of us. Um, I'm not, but this movie no, just rubbed okay, me the wrong so way. So my final thoughts on this movie are a little different. Um, it's been a long. It's been a while since I watched this movie. Uh, I, that's what I, I, Lee likes to watch his movie before he watched them. So he and knows them a little more. I don't really do that anymore. Well, you did it for a while. I never have. Cause I want to have the most genuine reaction to watching my movie that I can like have the feelings of like, Oh, I haven't seen this movie. I love it. Like when we were watching step up, I really, I hadn't seen that in years. Yeah. And I was having kind of some of the same reactions that I had when well, I had seen it first When time. we, uh, when we watched office space last week, I did not watch it. Before we watched it together, I think that's just so a better a principle because then you get the genuine reaction with the person. Because then maybe and you, you get, get excited, like "Oh, was that funny?" And then you can see the or person going, "Like, you could think about it in a different way." Like, Ooh, maybe I don't like it as much as I remember. Yeah, that's another thing. Because you already, I, you, I, I, because I always took notes, and so what Lee Lee doesn't take notes. Lee like watches the movie before and takes the notes in his head, or forms a thought. Yeah, in his head. yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> We've sort of shifted gears a little bit since the beginning. Yeah, I know. It's weird. Like, I became the no guy. And I'm just memory man. <laughs> yeah, he. Yeah, that's what I was doing in the beginning. And then Lee's a lot better at it because he can remember things better. <laughs> well, that's why but I'm an actor. Since I just went on a little tangent, I'll get jump right into it. I give this movie 9 out of 10. I love this movie. Nine out of ten. For my own, like, obviously, if we're going to go, like, harsh, strict on it, six for, like, the rest and all that shit. Well, you could give it But if I'm giving it my it. personal yeah, recommendation, okay. if you like these kind of movies, you like movies, I like the nine out of ten. I love the romance in it. I love the, I like the comedy. And I was laughing. I was entertained. I enjoyed the movie. Um, I've seen this movie a bunch of times. Uh, I'm trying to remember where I first saw. I first saw it back when the uh, in the early, the early tens, like 2012, 2013, um, when I was full sad boy mode and just like <laughs> the I would just I just looked up like a I would just I watched that's when I watched the bulk of my movies and shit and like anime. Mm. I just would I just would type in lists. I would type in romance movie list and just watch all <laughs> of them. Um, I just got like super into it then. Super okay. just sat there all day just watching movies. So I watched this randomly, just came up, romance movie um, on a list. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. All right. Uh, well, so, yeah, that's why I definitely give it a 9 out of 10. Um, makes you happy, it makes you happy. <laughs> now, next week, I'm going to run it for Lee. We're watching. No. Let's get what Lee's going to th- I already know, obviously. Lee, tell us what we're going to watch next week. Not gonna like it, but let's go. Okay. Well, before I uh, 
before I say anything, Sterling, what, what time is it right now? No? Okay. It's Tarantino time. Oh, God. You see, uh, I think it's been uh, quite a while since we've uh, visited our good friend, Quentin Tarantino. Quinta Conta Quinta. Quinta 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 Bay, <laughs> uh, <laughs> as Sterling loves to call him, I guess. I don't know. But, yeah, uh, it's time we watch uh, probably what it might be, at least in, in my opinion, and me and a lot of other people's opinions seems people who are other other people who are fans of Quentin Tarantino uh believe that it this is his most underrated film uh we're going to watch Jackie Brown next week from 1997 and yeah honestly going into this i don't think sterling's going to really like this movie very much but we'll find out next week won't but we but i also want to add one other thing i think we should also watch, at least partially, the little short film that he did before Reservoir Dogs came out, which was supposed to be his first movie. Well, how long is Jackie Brown? I'm saying maybe we should watch this before Jackie Brown. How long is Jackie Brown? I think it's like two and a half hours. Nah. That short film's going to be an hour and a half. No, it's not. It's I'm like getting... a half an hour. <laughs> That's a movie. Um... I'll read the wiki. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. We'll probably watch it, sure. Boo! It's before Reservoir Dogs, so it's worse than Reservoir Dogs. That's cool. <laughs> he didn't even finish it. That's good. I got to watch something worse than Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> garbage. <laughs> I hate the Reservoir Dogs. I don't know. That movie's cheap and garbage. Um, you want me? You want my old man come out with me? We'll talk about Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, you <laughs> hated um, that movie. Well... God damn it. No, I was <laughs> Everybody, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. It was a little, it was a fun one. We got a good, I uh, love it when Lee, com- the old man comes out. It's been a while and I didn't, I didn't expect it on this movie. So, cause I haven't been going for it. I went for it for a while and then got some disappointments. Be- it it kind of led into like more, he was getting bored. So I think I have to approach the old man by just, we're going to get the old man when the old man comes. I don't know when the old man's going to come because there's movies where Lee's bored or that I thought maybe he would hate or be like, uh, I thought he'd either be bored or hate. I thought he would hate. A lot of movies I show him, I think he's going to hate. I'm trying to get the old man. But I stopped doing that these last few weeks because it was just boring him. Um, Right. But then we get gems like this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Where we get a good old Transformers rant. I mean, this is exactly the way Lee sounds when he talks about Transformers 2. Revenge of the yeah, uh, mm-hmm. the best Transformers. Um, <laughs> where our begin, where the battle of our movie taste began. Yep. Um, <laughs> the war. Uh, as always, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, for future reference, you can listen to this episode wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, please follow us on Instagram and TikTok at it's not the worst movie ever pod. Uh, we post weekly content uh, about movies and the movie that we watched that week. Uh, you'll find uh, episode. You can always find the episode link in that bio. And we o- and we hope you have a great week. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm gonna steal your underwear and I'm gonna get three thousand points. Well, Lee, on that, you're edited out. <laughs>